0: You're listening to a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to gncast.com.
1: We are the answers.
0: Welcome to the Elsinerds, a show on Galactic Netcast. I'm Gregor Sprague, and joining me this week is Beatmaster. Corey is on sabbatical uh, for the month of December or November. Fuck. I cannot talk. So, hey, there's your warning. We will spoil stuff and swear like I just did. Um, But, yeah, you can find all of our stuff by going to Elsiners.com or to the parent company, the Sistership, um, at GNcasts.com. Pete, how you doing
1: i'm doing fine given the circumstances of 2016 sucking a shitload yeah dude so many days i could couldn't live without that year in my book so (laughs) let's get it over it's fast
0: yeah yeah uh and by the way uh john oliver stole fuck 2016 your hashtag fuck2016. <laughs>
1: let it be known. I put that up there months ago, so
0: Yes, let <sighs> let the let the record book show beat claims first in the YouTube video of fuck 2016. Um but no so this is the show where we talk about everything that is on our nerdy little hearts, and sometimes we have news, and that includes the first news story that I'm actually really, really excited for and that is that uh, Marvel's The Inhumans is in the works with ABC and will premiere in IMAX theaters. So, that's the interesting part for me, is it'll be in IMAX. So, um, this does make sense because the movie had kept getting pushed back further and further um, in the whole... Hollow blue of what DC or what not not DC what Marvel has for their lineups as they realize oh Ant Man's popular oh yeah uh, Captain America is popular we need to add more of these movies and so they're like or oh we got the rights to Spider Man so it's just like oh push them back push them back where's Inhumans um coming next year actually so in a way it's sort of a bump up. Um, in a lot of ways, because it was originally slated, I think, for 2019. I and now so. it'll be a 2017 uh, fall fall thing on ABC. Um, be, how familiar are you with the Inhumans?
1: That was one of the last comics I uh, added to my repertoire. And a friend of mine, a mentor, gave me some of the greatest comics. And one of them was of the family black bolt using his uh, uh, power for the first time and it was a massive issue painted very well and i don't remember who draw it and who penned it but it was great but i it felt so outside of the usual uh marvel realm that i was uh, current with so that i didn't connect with it more than that knowing them as a one-off and that was all for me but thinking about bringing that to screen is, is daunting. It must be daunting for the person doing it because it has scope.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead. I mean, because I, what a lot of people are going to say is, well, this is because they can't do, they don't have the rights for the X-Men. And yeah, possibly, but at the same time, there's more, there's interesting stories. There's more interesting stories for me with the inhumans than there are with the X-Men. Um, the X-Men have always been about, they've always had this thing of like, like racial equality, you know, basically equality, you know, forget what we're wanting equal. It's just, we're all equal. The inhumans you hit, especially with now with what they got with the new humans, um, that's stuff that's hit on in there too because you get the people who are who aren't exactly you know this dealing with stuff the same way i mean not everyone is like like ms like uh, kamala khan and oh they get super stretchy powers and and all that it's a lot of them are people that you know (laughs) go in and Come out and they look fucking horrible. (laughs) You know, like a face not even a mother could love. Sort of deal. But this is actually going to be interesting because it's. This is making sense into something I predicted, what, three, four years ago when they introduced, they revealed that that Sky was Daisy Johnson who is an inhuman. Um, And I'm like, all right. so they're going to tie it in by bringing in a member of the royal family. Um, I, my my bets would have been on on uh, on Karnak.
1: Let me stop you right there for a second because you said royal family. The people that are only familiar with, uh, to the Inhumans through uh, Agents of Shield may be thrown off by that comment. So try to condense version of saying what what's what the is the family about what is the so heart?
0: yeah so the royal family this is the when you read the comics these are the rulers of adalan um these this is black bolt or black agar boltagon um medusa who they are the king and queen of the inhumans then you have medusa's sister crystal um you have Karnak, who is the in all, all intents and purposes, he is the um the priest of wisdom. Um you see Karnak are like okay, so going with the picture that you got up here, B, uh Black Bolt is in the middle, he does not speak because whenever he does, his words like he he could whisper no and a town be destroyed. On his um, going to that way is Medusa, who is, she has the ability to control her hair. Like, she has prehensile pre-hens- hair. Then to her her left is her sister, Crystal, who has elemental powers. Basically, she's like she's like all the Avatar The Last Airbenders combined into one. Um, then on Black Bolt's other side is Karnak. He is the priest of knowledge for the Inhumans. He did not go through Terra Genesis. But can see um but can immediately know any anyone or anything's weakness. Then to uh his right is um I believe that it is Tri- or not Trigun. Uh I'm blanking on his name now. Um, but he's he's a he's a guard. He's he's like a, a high level guard. And then um Triton is the one over in the corner. He's Aquaman but fishier. Like he, he's he he basically got turned into a fish um with the with that um and I'm blanking on the other dude's name. That's going to drive me nuts. But this we've seen the Inhumans um Gorgon, that's it. That's what it was. Um we've seen the Inhumans in the Marvel Cinematic Universe you ju- you just went past the uh picture of reina um in there and then you and this is honestly this is good they have the potential to have great stories in here because you have i I already know who the the main villain is going to be it's going to be maximus the mad you know it's gonna be black bolt's brother in here and that's going to be the secret well not so secret person you know who's running the things behind it um, you know behind the evil side of things um is it, I, a,
1: is it a Loki rehash or the other way around what's that word
0: um I could see people seeing it as a loki rehash the difference being that um maximus the mad has the uh also has telekinesis or yeah telekinesis Or, no, telepathy. Sorry, telepathy. Um, He can read and control people's minds. Um, But, I mean, yeah, it might be a little bit like Loki, but Loki does it more just for fun, where... uh, Well... Yeah, I I mean, a lot of times it's... You can just be because he's...
1: It's Facebook. It's complicated. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. And not in the John Oliver sense of just give it three weeks and then, then I'm single. <laughs> um but with Maximus it is a lot of it is just revenge. I mean that's the that's the big way to put it is it's it's revenge. But the uh the Inhumans were created back in nineteen sixty five by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Um, you know, much like ninety percent of the other of everything else at Marvel. Um, and this, I I honestly look forward to seeing this. I don't know how. I don't know how. Are you looking forward to seeing this?
1: Yes and no. The, that's the thing. That because it's a royal family. It will be. It, you you can't help but uh, compare it to the four, and I hope it goes that way because the four, the first movie, I enjoyed thoroughly, because it had that scope and everything that wasn't present before, but that is now for IMAX, the first two episodes will it will be shot on IMAX and the first episodes will be screened in their theaters and then come to the ABC uh, Fall lineup. So how much of it can they keep up because a thing like Thor takes away a lot of uh, resources for, for the effects and everything else and They have to really put money uh, into it believe in in the product so that it can go anywhere so i want to see the characters because uh very impressive impressive just an issue that i've read and my hesitation is just to say they over overdo it but why not agents of shield went nowhere with it i I felt betrayed a little bit by that and so now it's there again Please follow through and don't f- uh, mess up again so that we don't care anymore.
0: So- yeah. Uh, what I honestly think could happen with this is this very well could be um, Marvel realizing the CW annual crossover events, you know, like the one coming up in like two weeks, has been doing good for them for the CW. And so they are going, how can we do this when? it's like right now we do have what five tv shows but four of them are on netflix and all that and we're already sort of doing a crossover thing with those shows with the defenders how are we going to do bring agents of shield it crossover with anything else when we don't have anything else we didn't go forward with uh, marvel's most wanted or anything like that the easy solution is the inhumans you've been you've been working at, you know, and plugging the fact that the Inhumans are everywhere, so much so that the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. is an Inhuman.
1: Introduce the Krell.
0: Yeah, and... Uh, the Krell... I heard the Krell still with Fox, though. Um... There were a topic on the uh, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Oh, yeah, they yeah. They used them um, for... Uh,
0: um, Wait, wait. You, you mean the Cree? Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's the thing I get sometimes confused. Sorry.
0: No, no. Because that's you had me confused because it was like, it that was basically a Cree Skrull hybrid. Because I'm like, wait, because I, I you said Kr- Krill and I'm like Skrull. No, that's where at Fox. But no, I mean, I could see this working in as a tie-in that way, with the shows, um, to where then. You know the the season finale or season premiere, however they want to do it, for uh Agents of Shield, you have you it, you bring in the royal family, and then and then you know you have like and they're like, all right, hey, they're gonna come back, they're gonna have their own show. That's that's me thinking. That's probably not what's gonna happen, but I could see that happening. You know, with next year in Agents of Shield. You know, like they set up to some big event, you know, it's happening over on there, we don't know who's behind it, surprise, it's Maximus the Mad, and we need help, here comes Medusa, and Medusa Black Bolt, and all them, and bing, bing, boom, we got a crossover.
1: (laughs) Aren't they uh, located in their own corner of the galaxy, or are they also present on Earth?
0: They're present on Earth. Um, they're mainly Earth, Earth-based. Um, they've they've basically gone as far as we have in space travel, in real life. Um, so the Inhumans, for people who don't know, um, the Inhumans in the comic books and actually in the TV shows um, were a they're split off of humanity, um, where they are they were they were experimented on by the, the Kree empire. Um, and then basically that led to them getting powers whenever they are exposed to the Terrigen mist, um, or eat fish tainted with Terrigen. Um, so yeah, have
1: seen it that you see in Quake.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so what you get with that is they will get powers. Um, it's much like, it's similar to how the mutants, um, when you watch the X Men TV show or X Men uh, movies, where the mutants, it's usually at puberty. Uh, with the Inhumans, it's enter the door, come on in, take, th- take the red pill or the blue pill, sort of deal. <laughs> I've crossed way, a lot of metaphors with that situation. I... But no, I'm honestly, I'm super intrigued with the fact that this is going to be an IMAX. I mean, I think this is a first for a TV show to. To premiere in IMAX, and you know at least two episodes. I know Doctor Who's; uh, they've done episodes that ha- they've aired them in IMAX, but and they're
1: co-financing it. They're not cho- showing it; they're co-financing it. So that's an yeah. really interesting part
0: as well. No, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not just it's not just oh yeah, come bring it in our theaters. It's they're doing it, which is gonna need to happen because of the fact that the budget for Medusa's hair to get done right is going to be pretty big. I mean, that's the one thing I'm a little worried about is them copying out, and she always wears short hair. Uh, Really? You
1: you prefer yellow spandex?
0: With... (laughs) Well, but... I mean, I, I see where you're coming at with that, but at the same time, it is one of those things of medusa she always has her hair long it's and and i I don't mean long like oh it goes down in the middle of my back i mean long like like princess wedding gown train long like carry like five people need to carry her hair long um but so it seems like it'd be a little bit of a cop-out if oh she's she always just keeps it you know at shoulder height so it you know it just looks ever so right just like eh, okay sure cheap bastards (laughs) (laughs) alright so the next news story is that hey surprise Marvel and Fox swapped characters um this is
1: consensually
0: yeah conceptually well well, traded a concept for a it
1: was okay it wasn't rape it was okay
0: no, yeah, it was. It, th- no, I, they swapped characters. It was a mutual thing. They were both Fox and Fox and Marvel swapped characters be- because
1: we you know how Fox likes to rape Marvel. Uh, property. <laughs> so you could be misunderstanding there, but just saying that it was consensually.
0: Yeah, and but it, it. I mean, even then with this, it's a little weird because it was. So what it is. It, is apparently Fox has the rights to Ego the Living Planet. They've given, they gave Marvel those rights for Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 2, aka Peter Quill's father. Um, but in doing so, they, the character of, of Negasonic Teenage Warhead was, her power set was changed. Because in the comics, she's a psychic. Um, and you know still super goth and all that but here um she's and it's weird because her powers are of another mutant's it's not like oh she's got you know miss marvel's powers or you know or even carol danvers powers like she's got bi- her, the binary version powers it's of sunspot in a lot of ways who is another another mutant so it wouldn't have seemed like they needed to get the rights, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's more of a lawyer question than a nerd, no, a fan nerd question.
1: Not a lawyer, but I think it's they have the license to use the characters as as they are, and then they want to change up something, as they mentioned in the article. And we have all the links in the show notes for the people that don't see the pictures. But there it is that they. Need their permission, and so they came into the talks. All is well so far.
0: Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I don't see Fox using Ego the Living Planet for anything. I mean, it's because right now Fox the movies that they're going to be doing the best on are X Men, and I would would not it would not be a surprise to see. Oh, we gave up the rights to the Fantastic Four. Or anything like that. It's just... I mean, I don't know. Um,
1: Did they make mo- money with Deadpool more than with uh, X-Men?
0: So well, yeah, but uh, Deadpool's a mutant. Deadpool's in the X-Men family. So... Yes, but
1: uh, they, they have that, and they should go more along with that. And uh, she was uh, psychic only in the comics, as I read it, and she got more explosive powers. That was the deal they have made, because... She was already a character existing in the comics. You say, huh, okay." Maybe one of them you thought were throwaways and still worth worth something when you merge them with other powers.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know. This is all interesting, and I I love this from the article. Um. Um. Marvel took their first baby steps thanks to Deadpool and Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, if we can just get Wolverine and in Infinity War. <laughs> it's not gonna happen but yeah happy thinking mm-hmm. um and our final news story of the day is that and i believe this is still heavy rumors with a lot of this but the harley quinn off movie at dc is now going to be a harley quinn slash birds of prey movie um and they have a screenwriter attached to it by the name of christina hodson um now the the first part there of it being a birds of prey movie as well makes sense. Um because I mean you would then bring in um Batgirl excuse me. Um you bring in Batgirl, you bring in uh uh Black Canary, and then you bring in Huntress and I mean there there you go. You're pretty well sat. you set there for a for a movie for a a movie where girls kick ass and all that and whether it is batgirl or oracle i mean who knows how we're gonna what it's gonna be <clears throat>
1: there wasn't no mention how they're gonna use her she wasn't part of the bird of prey uh, Russell, as I recall, there were other people, not Harley Quinn. No, so but she would be the baddie in that case.
0: She could be, but she could also. It's it's weird because in the from reading Wikipedia, because I don't remember ever seeing the show, um, the Birds of Prey TV show, she was in Harley Quinn was in there, um, for like a an... no, that's Kevin
1: Smith for you. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, then the. Um, but if you go by the comics now, she's more anti-hero than bad guy. Um, because it's mainly she got over, uh, the Joker and she's like, uh, you're crazy. I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> sort of deal. Um, so we could get that Harley Quinn in, in a lot, in a lot of ways. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's. It is an interesting thing to think about that, you know, like, is this going to be used as a jumping on point or, you know, introducing a lot of the world to uh, strong female characters? Or is this is this possibly just a movie told through the told through the perspective of Harley Quinn, where the villains of the movie are the birds of prey? And I'm using air quotes around villains, like... You know, I mean, we never see the movies. It's always Batman movie. It's never Joker. You know, told through the eyes of the Joker. It's a deal.
1: Okay. I wouldn't mind something like that going on, but... uh, It has to take more shape and form that we can... See if it is prone for failure or not, because DC... It's out uh, swinged out a lot and needs a hit. Yeah, no,
0: definitely. No, definitely. And that is it for the news. Now I'm moving in the video. You'll see I'm moving here. Oh, hey, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It... Oh, shit. Should probably do. I'm Carrie Sims. You may know me from the popular weekly internet game show podcast, Trivia Geeks, streaming live every Tuesday night at 915 Eastern, 815 Central. Like any podcast, Trivia Geeks started out as nothing more than an idea and a dream. Here at Blazing Caribou Studios, we believe in cultivating those dreams and ideas to bring fresh content to the masses. Click on over to BlazingCaribouStudios.com and click on the link Pitch Podcast Ideas. Your dream could be just one click away. Don't hear how long this drives, but... and we are back and it is time for nerding out. and this is of course, where me myself and Beatmaster bring you one thing and eh, we we sometimes break that rule two that we've been nerding out with over the past week. And this because when I was doing the show notes earlier, I was like, what am I gonna do what did I do and I'm like wait I still have comics that I could be talking about um that I could be reading right now and so I read just before well not just but you know a good hour and a half before showtime unworthy thor number one and this is from marvel comics this is jason aaron writing it who wrote the who's writing the mighty thor book and wrote the Thor God of Thunder book. And um, I think since 2009, I think he said he did, is when he came on. Um, with the Thor God of Thunder number one. And this is actually an interesting book because this is Odinson. So the original Thor who goes by the name Odinson. Because the, the girl Thor, the woman Thor, Jane Foster's Thor is... The Thor, because she's worthy enough to to wield Mjolnir. Well, he's he hasn't gotten over his axe yet. Or his hammer in this case, because he still has his axe. Um, and he is trying to drink away the pain throughout the first bit of this comic. He then hears word from a celestial being that there is another Mjolnir in here that he could get to. Um, basically, this is this book is combining some events that happened in Original Sin, Thor not being worthy of wielding the hammer, some events from uh, Secret Wars, the Thor from the Ultimate Universe dying, and combining it into one. And it's, it's working so far. I mean, this... I've I've enjoyed Jason Aaron's uh, work as the writer of Thor, and and the art, uh, the art by Oliver Koppel is actually really good, uh. Too, I I want to say he did work on, um, God of Thor, uh, Thor God of Thunder, as well, and. But I mean, it's great storytelling, great writing, all told through, it's, it's all told through Odinson's, um, point of view. And th- this is a sheer, uh, excuse me, a sheer setup issue, but it's super quick. I mean, it's a super quick read, like, cause there's a, there is still action in the book. Like you see, I mean, you see Own son fight trolls, and he's like, "There's one thing I could still do, and that's fight a troll." <laughs> it is great. I I enjoyed the book, um, and I think you guys will too. Um, so B, you want to talk Westworld, right?
1: Yes, for a particular reason because last episode was one that uh, was decisive decisive for many people, and it you with it or you were going out of it and it's not for quality reasons exactly it's for pacing and being along for the ride and not feeling like uh the show sometimes is not as smart as it thinks it is you can see f- things coming way ahead but it's just more how it was and for, when you were like most hp shows you want something more than just uh, Playing story, you get also the scenery, you got the actors that are doing their best to bring the characters to life. And if it were for Anthony Hopkins and Ed Harris, it would be a tough watch, but they transcendent in their roles, and you can latch on to their separate stories and ignore a part of the others. Because when you you didn't see the show yet, Gregor, I assume. No,
0: I am. excuse me i am three episodes behind um sort of just taking my sweet time with it um partially because of the fact of there's so much on tv hell yeah and of the fact that uh i could catch up on this um i can catch up on this a little bit later you know when we get the um like we're starting to get the breaks for tv shows like the uh the NBC comedies of uh, uh, The Good Place and uh, Super or Superstore have already ended their first half of the season, so those are two shows I don't have to worry about. Um, the CBS shows I think will be com- will be coming up pretty soon, except for uh, actually I don't know about that, but um, but it's one of these that as we get into December, they usually slow down to let us catch our breath. Binge on other shows, Black Mirror. um, That we need to watch Black Mirror, and um, and yeah, just be able to stop smell the roses a little bit. Um, I just realized I could have talked about the first two episodes of Black Mirror. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't mind.
0: No, it's time in. Um, No, no, I'm gonna. No, that's. I'll save that for next week. I'll I'll try to watch more by next week. We talk but about uh, having Sean.
1: somebody else uh, referencing what what I mean that you have really spectacular spectacular visuals with acting everything a good show needs, but if your headspace isn't right or, or then then you say it's too too demanding for what it really co- uh, provides, and you can say it, it's up. Uh, up its own ass but uh, sometimes that can also be something worth watching and they already had now the go ahead for the second season mm-hmm. so HBO believes in it but uh, i would be interested in see how much people dropped off after the seventh episode the last one that was currently on mm. and uh, the, the big reveal wasn't such a big one and it's more about what the implications are and where that all leads to, but I want to tell you if you are thinking about going in or not, if you're uh, off put by the Western aspect of it, don't be fooled. You can ignore that it's, it's science fiction. Yeah. And if you're looking for something healthier and can't wait for the expanse or other things to come on again, so go ahead and dive in. That's my recommendation
0: no yeah yeah exactly um so yeah that is it i think for nerding out um because the only thing other thing i gotta say about that is i'm gonna definitely try to catch up on westworld i mean it's just one of those that fell back on the order of importances for me um but yeah so that is it for nerding out and we will see you in a minute Do you like scary movies? Did you answer yes to that question? Have you ever thought, Hmm, I'd really like to listen to two random strangers talk on the internet about some movies that I may or may not have watched at some point in my life. Sometimes they even bring guests on, which adds to a little bit of the banter. Sometimes we cover the news of the week. Sometimes we don't talk about the movie at all. Sometimes one of us gets a little bit drunk. It's just the way that we do things over at the Podcast of Terror, which is a production of Galactic Netcast case you weren't sure if you're interested in this please go ahead and head over to gncast.com pot subscribe and enjoy the crap out of it and we are back and this is our discussion topic um and our discussion topic is my hat no i'm joking um the the discussion topic is a is, i think this is a rumor right b netflix could be purchased by disney and reed hastings made disney's new ceo
1: it was a rumor a year ago, but uh, it got substantiated by the AT&T Time Warner deal. Yeah. That, that the big companies are on the move. They need their content, and then they need their exclusive content that they can get people to subscribe to their services because all is about subscriptions these days. If it's a computer, or an OS, or whatever, you can't buy an outright things. So uh, the, Disney wouldn't that because, as you know, Disney has a tendency to put their content behind walls and say, okay, you can for this amount of time buy this old classic from us, but then it's gone. And if that doesn't sound like Netflix to you, I can't help you, but it seems pretty similar to me. And the content that they pro- can provide to Netflix would be awesome. But then again, they just sold off the rights to the to Star Wars movie streaming to Turner. So I'm wondering- who gets what from whom and for how long
0: yeah that's that's interesting because um like right now i know uh because i work in as a uh mobile phone salesman um and one of those being a t and t who owns direct t v um i do know some of the stuff that they're like i i talked to the rep yesterday and he's Tell me something like, oh my gosh, this sounds so cool. Um, the uh Direct TV now sounds really cool. And they even said that they bought he told me that they bought Direct T V not to like make one product better. It was because of the 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 customer base that they have. I mean it was a uh it was a thing of you know, he said that direct T V has like what is it like 50 million people 50 million customers in latin america alone um so like my numbers could be really wrong and i'm just like wow that's a lot of people that are subscribed to direct tv and so yeah it, it made total sense same thing with them buying with them trying to buy uh time warner or turner um it makes sense as well because then it's them.
1: No, they didn't buy Turner just to make the clear. That's, they sold them the rights to stream uh, or show the Star Wars library. No, no,
0: no, 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 AT&T, at Okay, oh, okay. Yeah, the, the other side that was inspiring this. It makes sense for them to then buy Turner because now they have a production house. They have, you know, they have more production houses. So you look at, you flip to the Netflix Disney side. And one of the things we mentioned earlier on was... The uh was the the Disney or the Marvel Netflix shows, and basically it's a co-production. What would it take to make it a production? Well, one of the companies buying the other, and I don't see with how popular Netflix is, them buying Disney. Um, I don't see that being really possible. Oh, um, it but. <laughs> I will say this though. If there are people who are all doom and gloom, like, Oh my gosh, it'll just be Disney anywhere sort of thing. I don't see that being the possibility or the being the re the right mindset because there could be stuff put in, put into place. Um, Reed Hastings would more than likely be still be, still be able to oversee that, especially if he's the Disney CEO um because That's the next big thing, yeah. Yeah, because uh Bob Iger, I believe he said he's he was uh, retiring in Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, which he pushed that back before, like I think he said he's gonna retire in like twenty seventeen and then he just right. pushed it back. So I'm pretty sure he wants to retire. It's not just like, hey guys, I swear, next year I'm retiring. It's no, I'm I I'm I'm getting up there, I mean I'm I'm sort of wanting to retire. Um, Reed Hastings would be a good would probably would I think would be a really good CEO for Disney.
1: He's a loose cannon sometimes, or a loose He he has his own opinion and he follows through with his idea. That's not a bad thing because sometimes you will, will, some companies lack exactly that. And yes, he would be uh, quite a guy to go to, just to say uh, to be more specific. I didn't say that Netflix would buy Disney at all. Saying. Who get, who's giving content to who? Will Disney open the doors to floodgates that Netflix got more content from the Netflix world? And will Netflix bring them more unique, uh, original content so that they have a, uh, a library to worth selling to?
0: It's So with that, I think it's interesting that... Um, I, I definitely look at it more the second of this is a way for Disney this is a way for Disney to put their content and maybe ideas that some of their people have had, but ABC is not exactly the best fit. Freeform not exactly the best fit. Their stake in Hulu would make it not necessarily a best, the best fit. Um, you know, any of the products that Disney already owns, it's not exactly the best fit. We could put it out on Netflix, but, there's that loss possibility there but if they then own netflix there's not really that loss because they can then go oh well does it work here and if the answer is yes i I should say the the risk is a lot lower there so that's where i see this really really taking effect is in the Oh, here's you know we got these other shows that we don't know exactly where to put them. Put them on Netflix
1: Netflix doesn't want to be a dumping ground. We already thought that when we saw Adam Sandler and Kevin Hart show up and oh God. and we we had I had the fear that they try to do content under no matter what, just put the stuff out there and lose the quality that they have set up the, the bar, the high bar. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm more thinking about Disney's influence on their library, saying if they want to reduce the edgy stuff, Disneyfy it, and they they owned Miramax before, which brought uh, *Pulp Fiction* and some other Quentin Truman movies. They brought in Kim Smith movies, so they can take a an property and step aside and let's do let's do it its own thing. Yeah, and. Uh, Primarily, there will be interesting in the user data that was mentioned by TechCrunch and it makes sense because they know exactly how long you stay on which episode what you're hovering over when you're going through a library and so on. And they have deals in so many countries by an order of magnitude more than every competitor elsewhere out else there. So it will be interesting for us Europeans and Asians and South Americans that we get the content maybe at the same time as the Americans and vice versa. Yeah. there's a win-win situation possibility, but it's Disney, and people get antsy when they think about the big Disney hand taking over such a beloved property like uh, Netflix is.
0: Yeah, because that backfired so bad when they bought Lucasfilm, and that backfired so bad when they bought Marvel, Marvel Comics. I mean, oh my gosh, those were just horrible. I do, you know, I no longer read a Marvel comic now. I no longer am a fan of Star Wars or Indiana Jones, or anything that Industrial Light and Magic does now.
1: Well, can Marvel, can Marvel's movies on the on the Disney go as far as they can go under Fox or under Sony? Not really. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, there's a thing of this notification of the Marvel properties, but Marvel was itself already la- something like that, and we enjoy Marvel because they are so lighthearted most of the times. But when it comes to edgy stuff, it f- lacks. And uh, yeah, p- Popcorn is fine, but from time to time we prefer having some different condiments on it or whatever. But mm. <laughs> uh, I respect people that are afraid. <laughs> and, uh, my hope is that we get... Uh, more international representation of the, that content there's out there and for the Americans. Have fun with the two free companies you can choose from for every content there is and nothing else. So they will eat up competitors like nothing when they do go follow through with that and at as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, that is the bad part of it. But at the same time, I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, I I could see them very easily having to do a, either they have to sell their stake in Hulu or they, they have to be like NBC with Hulu and they have to be a silent partner. It's where they do own Netflix, but their CEO, their Disney has no say over Netflix I could see that being a possibility, too.
1: They put another monkey in there, Apple. Or better said, the, the wife of the widow of, uh, of Steve Jobs owns a uh, big part of it. And I could imagine that they go and put many things more on Apple TV, make it available there and optimize it so Apple will get a better... Uh, app and other things like that, and they maybe could cut off Android or stuff like that. That's the only part <clears throat> of danger that they in when when they p- pull the Apple cart and uh, mess up the, the things that were good before.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could see that, um, but I don't know. I don't know. I think I think this is more of a rumor than actual fact, but there was just a lot there to talk about. But all that being said, I think it is time to wrap up. This is another short show, folks. But, hey, when you got your rant master on sabbatical, then we get shorter shows. Uh, so the only thing that's left to be said is, um, one, you can support us. we got a couple ways you can support us. And that is one through Patreon at, uh, at patreon.com slash galactic netcasts or... The other one, which we push more because it's a lot easier, and that's our Amazon affiliate link. You go to Amazon, you shop on Amazon already, so go there and put your stuff in the cart, or you know, get whatever you're getting through Amazon by clicking our link first at gncasts.com slash support, um, and then go there, do all your shopping, and 3 to 4% of that goes goes to us to help us keep the lights on here. To help us keep, you know, the, the website up to date, the website available, the domains all purchased, and all that. You know, we're not in this to make, we're not doing this to make money. We're doing this because we love doing this. Um, and uh, if you got any, if you want to send us feedback, and I re- I implore you, send us feedback. Um, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966 or emailing us mail at elsenerds.com. I read everything that we get Um, and all subscription links can be found under GNcast.com slash subscribe. That's also how I believe how you get into our Slack uh, channel so that you can harass us whenever you want. You can ask us questions whenever you want, much like our new, our new member growly bear. We love you, sir. Um, and you can find all of our social media stuff, all the, you know, the motherships social media stuffs at Galactic Network, and uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Elsnerds. Evan is at Mister Underscore Fusion. Corey is at Captain Temerity or Don't Ask Comics. Um, I'm at that Gregor Beat. Where can they find you?
1: You can find me on the Twitter under Beatmaster AD. Uh, I post twice a
0: year or something like that. So. <laughs> i saw i saw a post that you did on facebook and i'm like oh yeah beat doesn't speak english natively because
1: it was (laughs) yeah there was some confusion because of that because i usually separate things but this one was a little bit political so ignore that facebook it's for other things but uh it's it's
0: for it's for us it's for us and i'm like wait translate oh okay that's why he did that (laughs)
1: <laughs> you might pick me up on some chat but uh, that's known to the people. That have to know.
0: Here's here's how you can find Beat. Watch any podcast. Whenever they no. say something clever from an audience member, it's probably Beatmaster.
1: Yeah, the last time it was pre-recorder from the Red Leather Media people.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, I would say the last time was yesterday's episode of Cord Killers. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah so all that's left to be said is this has been a don't tell glenn production we will see you guys next time bye this has been a galactic network podcast for more go to gncast.com that's g-n-c-a-s-t-s dot com